the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And a good day to you. Good evening, in fact, if you're listening in Australia, New Zealand, and people are. Not just to, not just there. In, in fact, in the Middle East. And Europe. Yes, I have had a call from Tasmania, as it happens. Tasmania is an island south of Australia, which is part of Australia. I have not gotten there, which is very disturbing to me. I've gotten to Australia many times. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager. By the way, Melbourne's locked down now. The uh, I think that we're following, in most cases, emotion rather than science. Sounds right, and so people do it. As I read to you yesterday, Holland doesn't have any masks. Sweden has no masks. The countries that they speak of as doing great, Korea, Japan, Taiwan, are uni-ethnic, unicultural countries. People don't like to hear this because truth, people don't like to hear the truth. That is, in fact, the dominant fact in America today. Like, men don't give birth is truth. And uh, just saying it can have you lose your job. Truths are loath. I, they want to boycott Idaho because they feel that it's not fair. Uh, Idaho passed a law that. You have to be a biological woman to race against other biological women. This is this is now depicted by the LGBT haters. That is the activists. The average LGBT person is not a hater, but the activists are, and uh, they have declared Idaho a hate state. Even though hundreds of female athletes, including the uh, the gay activist Martina Navratilova have signed the petition on behalf of this law. You think it's fair for a biological male to run against and win? Do you think that? That's all I would want to ask an LGBT activist. Is it fair to the biological female? Then you could ask me 50 questions. I have one. Anyway, people, uh, you're not... Truth is now hate speech. I remember vividly when multiculturalism first was expressed, the, the ideal of multiculturalism. I wrote and gave a speech, this is probably 25 years ago, that this will lead to the demise of the United States. And what did I say? We're multi-ethnic, but we're not multicultural. If you are multicultural, your culture will not survive. The left has decided to make us multicultural. Japan is not multicultural. Korea is not multicultural. They're not even multi-ethnic. 
America is the biggest experiment in history of multi-ethnicity, multi-race, multi-ethnicity. The only possible way it can succeed, the only, is if it is unicultural. If, if everyone, if it can only succeed with a pluribus unum, from any one, from many ethnicities, one, then you can succeed. Another one of the gr- many lies told by the left is diversity is our strength. You still think diversity is our strength right now? Diversity is our strength if we all decide to be American. And that is the issue. So hello everyone, wherever you might be. I'm Dennis Prager. There's a, an amazing development in uh, St. Louis. A 52-year dynasty of a father and son in a congressional seat held by a black congressman, then his, before that his black father. Longtime representative William Lacey Clay, ending his 20, this is from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, ending his 20-year hold on Missouri's first congressional district. Activist Cori Bush, a black single woman mother, activist, protester, she, uh, she defeated him because he wasn't radical enough. 52 years of that dynasty. She's 44. She returned this year with the same message that Clay hadn't been bold enough in tackling the district's challenges. What does that mean, bold enough? Radical enough. If you were bold, you would say, hey, you know, we really, we could use here is a lot of character development and love of country and love of God and church attendance and a commitment to middle class values in order to get into the middle class, that would be bold. What she is saying has no no boldness whatsoever. It doesn't take any boldness in her district to protest racism. She had more campaign funds and support from progressive groups. I'd love to know which groups they are. Well, like MoveOn.org, Soros. Did Soros give her money? Well, so I don't know. You said just the groups, I think, and I don't know. I don't know who you're referring to. AOC gave her money? They gave her money? All right, anyway, I'd like to know what the groups are. Still would. Okay. Tonight, Missouri's first district has decided that an incremental approach isn't going to work any longer, Bush said in a victory speech. We decided that we the people have the answers and we will lead from the front lines. Bush, who has spoken openly about being evicted and failing to pay taxes, has said her background as a single mother of two children connects her to working families in the district. She has promised to continue participating in street protests as a sitting member of Congress. In her speech Tuesday, Bush said Black Lives Matter are not just words. It is historic that this year of all years we're sending a black working class single mother 
who's been fighting for black life since Ferguson. Ferguson. So since a lie told by the left about the police. I've been fighting based on a lie. That's what her message is. Truth is not a left-wing value. I don't say that to fight the left. I say it because it is true. Bush's campaign focused on universal health care. So the government would expand by how much? What, 13%? Is that 13% of the economy is health care? 17. It's up to 17? No, no, no. When I first started, I remember it was 12. So it's up to 17. 17% of the economy, almost a fifth of the economy, will be taken over by the government, more than already is. Country founded on the, on the belief of limited government. Bush's campaign focused on universal health care, radically reforming police departments. Why? Why are they radically reform why are they going to be radically reformed? There there is so little evidence for the people who say follow the data, follow the science. Where is the evidence that the police kill blacks because they're racist? Free public education. Remember that ad? Or your mattress is free. What does it mean, free? It means others will pay for you. It's a beautiful way to live life. Everything I want is free. Why aren't they campaigning on free food? They will. But first, it'll be free rent, free housing. That's the next one, I think. Raising the minimum wage, because we know that's really been helpful uh, in employment. Policies advocated by U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders. Bush thanks Sanders for his endorsement and support Tuesday. In their first matchup in 2018, Clay defeated Bush. Bush is the woman who won by more than 28,000 votes, a 20-point margin. That was the closest any challenger had come to unseating Clay until last night. This year, she defeated him by a three-point margin. All righty, everybody. That's what we need is more communists in, in the House. And I don't say that as a pejorative. It is a pejorative, but I'm not saying it for that reason. Tell me how she's not a communist. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. 
I'm really happy. It, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. All right, everybody. A reminder, if you pound 250, Dennis Prager. If, that, if you say Sean McConnell, it doesn't work. Uh, anywhere? By the way, we uh, we want to wish Brian Whitman all the best. He announced that he's a positive for COVID. He is the program before me on the home station in Los Angeles, AM870, The Answer. He's tested positive. He has, He's completely asymptomatic, which doesn't mean he'll remain so. I pray he does. Even putting aside completely the, the controversy over hydroxychloroquine, he should be taking vitamin C, should be taking zinc, and uh, I'll, tell, I'll mention other things. The, uh, the medical profession has not distinguished itself, uh, in, in my opinion. Some doctors have been awesome, obviously. When you, when you come out in favor of protests because it, it's, it's good for the health of the country to protest racism, you cannot be taken seriously. Why, why, aren't, uh, why isn't the medical profession announcing how you can build your immune system? Because that's the issue, is building your immune system. And there are many ways you can do it. Vitamin D is one of them. Vitamin C is another one. Quercetin, which is over-the-counter, is another one. When have I ever heard the medical community endorse a supplement? You stump me. Thou hast stumpeth me. Yes, indeed. Anyway, uh, we uh, do. We uh, we wish him obviously a quick recovery with, uh, to remain asymptomatic. So it will be in effect that Brian has gotten a flu shot. I mean, a, a COVID shot. That's what it will mean if he remains well. And uh, even if he doesn't remain well, I mean, he will he will have received the the same thing as what we believe a vaccine would do. He he truly would not have to wear a mask. Talking about masks, did you folks know that the New England Journal of Medicine in May May of this year, not not May of uh, nineteen thirty seven, uh, had a, had a Peace. It's the most distinguished medical journal in the United States. Michael Klumpus, M.D., M.P.H., Charles A. Morris, M.D., M.P.H., Julia Sinclair, M.B.A., Madeline Pearson, D.N.P.R.N., and Erica Chenoy, M.D., Ph.D. Universal Masking in Hospitals in the COVID-19 Era. We know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. Did you all hear that? New England Journal of Medicine. Let's put it up. People keep writing me, would you put up these studies? And they're right. We should put them up. And we do. There you go. 
We know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. Public health authorities define a significant exposure to COVID-19 as face-to-face contact within six feet with a patient with symptomatic COVID-19 that is sustained for at least a few minutes, some say more than 10 minutes or even 30 minutes. The chance of catching COVID-19 from a passing interaction in a public space is therefore minimal. In many cases, the desire for widespread masking is a reflexive reaction to anxiety over the pandemic. A mask will not provide, will not protect providers caring for a patient with active COVID-19 if it's not accompanied by meticulous hand hygiene, eye protection, gloves, and a gown. A mask alone will not prevent healthcare workers with early COVID-19 from contaminating their hands and spreading the virus to patients and colleagues. Focusing on universal masking alone may paradoxically lead to more transmission of COVID-19 if it diverts attention from implementing more fundamentally infection control measures. And those of you listening who wear masks, this will have a zero impact. Zero. You do not wear it because of science. You wear it because of fear. So I understand. I'm not yelling at you, but a little... No, clearly people are required to. I wear it if I go into a store. I, I'm not. I'm not going to be antisocial. I'm not going to spook people out. People get freaked out. They'll die because I walked in without a mask. People believe that. the The ease with which people are are made afraid is uh, is an amazing thing. These with which people believe lies, like America's a racist society, systemically racist. The woman who won the congressional seat in St. Louis, she's been an activist against the police since Ferguson, but the police didn't do anything wrong in Ferguson. So her activism is rooted in a lie. That's why, that's the reason for some pessimism lies are the root of evil said it all my life here's some interesting good news from CNN I actually checked it and checked it to make sure I was reading it correctly I wonder if you saw it it's titled the voters who are still backing Trump pollsters are consistently telling us that are consistently telling us Democratic Joe Biden is far ahead. I'm not looking to pick a fight. This is by Rich Thal, president co-founder of the research firm Engages, which specializes in message testing and message refinement for trade associations and advocacy groups. He is also the moderator of the Swing Voter Project. I'm not looking to pick a fight as their sample sizes are much larger than mine. As a focus group moderator, I'm hearing strong support for President Donald Trump from a critical sliver of the electorate. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi there, Dennis Prager with you. From CNN, one of its pollsters, Rich Thau. 
T-H-A-U. We'll go back to the opening here. Pollsters are consistently telling us Democratic nominee Joe Biden is far ahead. I'm not looking to pick a fight as their sample sizes are much larger than mine. That said, as a focus group moderator, I'm hearing strong support for President Donald Trump from a critical sliver of the electorate. Our Swing Voter Project has uncovered that many of these people who live in places such as Canton, Ohio, Davenport, Iowa, Erie, Pennsylvania, and Macomb County, Michigan, prefer Trump over Biden. In fact, 22 of 33 respondents in these four most recent locations feel this way. And over the first year of the project, from March 2019 through February 2020, more than two-thirds of the Obama-Trump voters said they would take Trump over Obama in a hypothetical matchup. That's dramatic uh, stuff. You didn't see this, did you? Consider this. Over the past several months, most of my Obama-Trump voters, that is, people who voted for Obama and then Trump, couldn't name a single thing Biden had said or done regarding the pandemic. In Bellwether, Macomb County, on July 21st, that's just now, July 21st, that's uh, two weeks ago, none of the nine voters I interviewed could name a single thing Biden had achieved in nearly 50 years in national politics. Because there isn't anything he's achieved in 50. The reason that Joe Biden is in politics is to be a politician. It's a great job. That is exactly right. From Delaware, not not much going on, no controversies. It's, it's a guaranteed seat as a Democrat. It's, that's the coolest man. You make a lot of money. God knows how. Your family makes a lot of money. God knows how. That's cool, man. He stands. Joe Biden stands for Joe Biden. Get it? That's what he stands for. And that, that's and it works. The party goes left, I'm left. Party goes right, I'm right. Party goes centrist, I'm centrist. I want to get elected. The party is so left it is quasi communist. Worse for the former vice president, this report goes on, several told me Biden would be a puppet, quote, unquote, of others if he were elected. You know, it gives me faith in more Americans that they know that. He's a total puppet of the left. That's because many are convinced he has dementia, and they mocked him after seeing videos of his misstatements online. He's not going to even go to the convention. Did you hear the latest news? Yeah, he's going to give a speech from Delaware. I'm giving a speech today on Zoom to uh, a group, Patriot Academy. It's an interesting uh, world, to say the least. I was asked yesterday, you should know, what Tuesdays at 4 o'clock Pacific Time, live... 
for exactly one hour, all I do is take questions from around the world. And I mean around the world. So somebody asked, do I still hold by my original statement that I, I, I was against the lockdown from nearly the beginning, but said, and people said, so what is the number of deaths that you would be willing to accept for no lockdown? And I said, I'll just throw out a number 200,000, which we are approaching. So the question was, well, what, what are you saying now as we approach 200,000? So I said, among other things, I happen to believe that there's no reason for there to be 200,000. It will eventually come out, though I'm not sure if the Democrats win because there'll be so little free speech in the country. I mean that literally and sincerely. That's why I use the term communist. Not because of ownership of means of production, although that is that would be continuing, but because of suppression of free speech. I'll continue that thought when we come back. All right, everybody. There was a... Did that thing go viral, by the way, of this black man yelling at, uh, at apparently, I don't, you don't really see, he's outdoors, if I re- recall correctly, by the Huntington Beach Pier in California, and this is what he said, and now we, I, I said I would love to talk to this man. So we have a caller who claims he's that man. I I trust it, but <laughs> there's no way I could prove it. Uh, anyway, here goes. This is this was the video on on the internet. Black lady has not gone through anything, and she ain't been through no racism. Nobody's treated her bad. In a black neighborhood, black on black crime is real, and most of them are dying from black crime. White people aren't doing anything to them. White people voted Barack Obama in for eight years. Eight years. Everything that the blacks could be crying about should have did it on his watch. And they didn't. I'm black, 52. I'm not oppressed. Ain't nobody oppressing me. America is more free than it's ever been. Right. And every every Amen. black person know that. That's Amen. Right. So to keep listening to somebody making you think they going through this, some little young 19-year-old black person, they've been through this, they ain't been through nothing. They're creating it. They're creating a problem that does not exist, like they're talking about. Is there racism? Of course. But overall, do you understand how far we've come? Huh? Yeah, do you understand how far we've come? We have now in America... White mothers and fathers are allowing their daughters to, to, to marry black folks. Y'all know this stuff that don't exist like it used to. Years ago, a white girl could have never. I'm married to a Caucasian woman, the most beautiful woman in the world. So all this talk about racism and all this, don't listen to it. It's a lie. They don't know who they're mad at. Remember, this started with George Floyd. It went from George Floyd. So now it became the white people. Then it went from the white people. Now it's the whole system of America. They don't know what they're mad at. 
They don't know what they're bothered by. All we're saying, you guys, don't get caught up in the hype. It's all wrong. I am the happiest man. I'm the one of the happiest men in the world. I'm one of the happiest, blessed men in the world. If you could see my life, I thank God. But that's what I told them. I'm not oppressed. The only people that's oppressed in this world is people that embrace being oppressed. That's a great line. That is one great line. If you want to complain about something, there's a million things to complain about. But why not be grateful at what you have? Uh, and that's what I say. If they're so bothered, well, you know, he, why he, don't they leave and go to Africa? He, he lives, country? okay, We he, uh... <laughs> He lives my riddle, right? What do you call a happy black American, a conservative? All right, now, so this is uh, an interesting thing. So we have the man who says he's that man. So hello there. What's your name? Hi, my name is uh, Pastor Earl Wallace, but that video is not the video that features me being uh, assaulted by Black Lives Matter. I'm in upstate New York, and we have a video up here that um, a lot of some of our talk show, radio talk show hosts have gotten hold of. But what I do is I um, started um, a series of sign wave events out in front of police uh, police stations, uh, state trooper barracks, county sheriff's offices, and um, then we decided that we would, uh, well, sometimes Black Lives Matter crashes our events, and sometimes we... Um, Wait, for, forgive me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm totally lost. Are, are you a pastor? Are you black? Are Are you? What are you? Who are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a black pastor. My name is Pastor Earl Wallace. I'm the pastor of Liberty Christian Fellowship Church, and we named it that because we um, teach that the Bible applies to every aspect of life, including our civics, and we tend to teach line by line through Scripture. And uh, we also believe that uh, in the Declaration of Independence, uh, that the um, any of our rights referenced in our Declaration are actually God's Ten Commandments rights. We have a Ten Commandment number six right to not be murdered. We have a Ten Commandment number seven right not to be sexually molested and also to be able to identify as the males and females that God made us. We have a Ten Commandment number eight right to not be stolen from. We have a Ten Commandment number nine right not to be lied to or about. And we have a Ten Commandment number ten right to not have evil people seize government power and deny us autonomous use of our persons, our people, our positions, and our possessions. We also have a Ten Commandment number five right to our family sanctity, providing we don't use it to violate Commandment six through ten against our families. And we also have a Ten Commandments number one through four right to worship God publicly the way he says he wants to be worshipped in the Bible, which is why many of our historical buildings and monuments have Bible verses and symbols carved into them by architectural design. Where are you located? Uh, I'm, I live in Schenectady, New York. I was raised in Saratoga Springs, New York, which is where the incident took place. I used to be a school teacher up in Saratoga Springs. And um, but I started running an office for the state of New York uh, about uh, 30 years ago, and I uh, ran for city council here in my city and um, have always been involved on in a community level. Uh, and then when I saw our nation going off the rails, I wrote a book called The Three-Dimensional Leader, Negotiating Your Mission, Resources, and Context along the way, and I teach that on four continents. 
But uh, a couple of years back, I, I, I decided I'd better start focusing on our beloved USA because there's, if, if America falls, you won't be able to run a business. You won't be able to do anything. That's so right. I started a church right. called Liberty Christian Fellowship Church. In Schenectady. Well, we, we were, we're now out in Selkirk. We were meeting in Half Moon, New York, at a rock climbing gym or a conference center uh, that's connected to a rock climbing do, gym. Do you have a website? Yes, Liberty. C as in Christian, F as in fellowship, dot O-R-G. Great. Look, uh, may, your, may your voice be amplified. For whatever reason, I, we were uh, led to believe, not by him necessarily at all. That, anyway, it's good to know that he exists. Reminds me to remind you folks to see the movie Uncle Tom, UncleTom.com. The Dennis Prager Show. So interesting when uh, the left-wing rioters burn Bibles and other books, the silence of the mainstream media, which if it were done by right-wingers, they would have been called Nazis because the Nazis were notorious for burning books written by Jews. Well, it's interesting because the Bible was written by Jews, but there's a silence on that one. Daily Wire this weekend. Left-wing activists rioted in Portland on Friday night where they burned Bibles, set fires in the street, and tore protective boarding off of buildings. The riots had cooled off on Thursday night as, quote, federal and state officers located inside the courthouse were not forced to leave the building during the course of the night. On Friday night, rioters burned American flags and Bibles in the streets outside the federal Mark Hatfield Courthouse in Portland. Who was it? Uh, was it Thomas Mann? The great, I think one of the great German writers said, those who begin burning books end up burning people. The, uh, many of these left-wing rioters, not talking about peaceful protesters, uh, are reminiscent of fascists. But there is no... You, you can't go too far left for the mainstream media. There's no such thing. So they just, they just don't say anything. Burning Bibles and burning the American flag is perfect symbolism. People who were not taught to revere God and country burn that which represents God and that which represents the country. So all they have left is anger because they have nothing. These are the soulless. The people who are rioting are the soulless. They have been raised in a society that gave them nothing to believe in. Nothing. Not their schools, not their parents, not their media. It's an amazing thing. I can't relate to it. I have great beliefs in the, in the essential goodness of America, that it is the last best hope of mankind, that it was founded by extremely rare human beings devoted to liberty for all, even though they were flawed, 
Since all humans are flawed, that becomes redundant. And I have a deep belief in the Bible as the greatest guide to wisdom, the most important thing you can have. I want to remind you, this is fundraising month for PragerU. $25,000 gifts. You and I have a private Zoom session. PragerU.com Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384.